Welcome to Many Talks podcast, talking all business, entrepreneurship, property development, finance, and investments. Right, Reese Many here from um, Many Talks. As you've seen, this is episode seven, and from you listening to our podcast already, you'd know that one of my mentors is Grant Cardone. We're live here at IntroBiz in Cardiff, um, and I'm really excited to bring Grant onto my podcast um, and explain what it's done for my business and what it will do for young entrepreneurs in the UK and how he can help your business. So Grant, thanks for coming over and thanks for appreciate you. Coming, I mean, coming on the podcast. You, 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 were in, you were in Vegas. Correct, yes, yeah. Vegas. 10,000 strong. It was unbelievable. Where were you sitting? Uh, we were sitting in the executive yeah. stand. There was 11 of us. I took 11 of my sales team, all the top performers. Yeah. And what that done for my business um, and anybody that's been following this, it's basically changed my mindset as a CEO, and, and what it's done is grown Hunter Jones and myself, my personal brand, by at least 35% in the last eight months wow, wow. using your material. Yeah, and why? I noticed your VIP badge for this large sugar event. Yeah. Why, why did you uh, why'd you go VIP here? We went VIP. We, we actually sponsored the event as well. Oh, wow. Um, so to, to be at the front, you know, to get the good content, to, mm-hmm. to meet Lord Sugar, we do a lot of work with people that listen to the podcast, with Mark Wright and Climb Online, business partners with Lord Sugar. Um, so it, ju- it just made sense. It was a yeah. good opportunity. Yeah. So and, and the same as at your event, we, we got to as close to the front as possible. Yeah, I, I just think that's really important. I, I, a lesson I didn't know, mm. that it, even at 45 years old, probably not till I was 50, 51, when I, my wife really encouraged me, like, look, we got to get to the front of the room. Yeah. You know, you're sa- what are you saving for? Like, uh, let's get to the front of the room. Let's speed up this thing. It is, it's one of the great business hacks is, like, pay to play, yeah. pay to get. And what's the benefit? What's the benefit you get close, of being at the front? Proximity to power. You know, yeah. you get close to the power. Yeah. And like, if you weren't born in power, if your daddy or your mommy didn't have a business or you didn't grow up in, around politics mm. and powerful people, the only other way to get there is to pay. Correct. I, I agree. I mean, what some of the key things that I took from from the event, and we was on stage earlier at the intro before you, you come on, Mark asked me to come on stage and talk to the audience about Cardone Uni. What it's done for our business um, it's got that team engaged uh-huh. with with my thinking. So what what happened when I come to to Vegas was I come back and and I realised that if if people don't know me, how can they do business with me? Right. And now my whole sales team understand that. Um, and and it was great. I mean, what we picked up from that was unbelievable. Why do you think it's so important? I I know why it's so important yeah, because yeah, I've yeah. I've yeah. implemented it in my business. But for the people that are listening to the podcast, why? Why do you think it's so important to, to be known? I mean, look, if no, it, because my personal experience in business was that I was stopped. First thing that happened for me was I had a target to get known. I wanted to be the number one guy in an industry. Yep. And I achieved it. I became the number one guy in an industry. Then I started hating on the industry because it was the same customers over and over and over again. So basically what happened was I... I would start like I'm not liking the people in the industry, and then one day I'm like, why am I not liking these people that actually pay, pay me, right? Why am I? And I started looking at why why am I having this experience with people that I'm selling to? Yeah. I wanted to be the number one in the industry. I got to number one in the industry. And now I don't like these people. It was because I was dependent upon those people, mm. and I got comfortable with just people in one industry knowing me for this reason. I didn't want to go call on people that didn't know me. And what was that journey to get to number one? Well, that that was just banging. 
banging yeah. on doors, banging on phones, persisting, following up, creating great content. But once you achieve that, you're like, wait a minute. What do we got now? I'm dependent on these people. Mm. Because no industry is so big, no one industry is so big that if you get to the top of the food chain, it will, uh, uh, it, it will sooner or later, if you feel dependent mm. upon, upon if, if, if you put water in a bathtub and just let it sit there and you don't recycle that water, it, it's going to go bad. And so, so um, when you expand into other businesses, the question was, a better question is, why, why was I not expanding into other industries? Yeah. If I could help one, I should be able to help 50. And the reason I wasn't is because I didn't want to get known. I didn't want to go through the hard work. Gotcha. Today, the, today, it's a lot easier to get known. Yeah. Digital exists today. Social exists. So those are all ways to get known today. Um, it take it takes time, yeah. But so does knocking on somebody's door. Of course, call. yes. No, knocking on doors, hard work. But also, just just run us through a lot of the listeners and a, a lot of my team and a lot of people that I'm involved with understand the 10x rule. Um, when was it that sparked you to to realize that you needed to 10x everything personally before you started putting your content out there yeah. and educating everybody else to do it yeah and you know but, but but maybe some of the people watching don't know but all my books have been written as, as a solution for a problem i was having yeah they weren't written because i'm like i want to sell books mm. so the 10x rule was really a journey for myself to figure out hey why am i not growing yeah why is why am I dependent upon one industry? Why can't I move my prices? Why did a economic contraction hurt put mm. my family and myself and my business at such risk? Why am I so worried about money all the time? And, and the 10X rule was really about how much would I need to create customers, industry-wide, fame-wise, if I can use that word, how much, how much would I need to create in order to not have that experience, to know everything's gonna be all right? And, and, and that's how it was titled, the 10X rule. What would I need to do to take my business 10 times and then take it 10 times again and 10 times again? So really what sparked that was your, your own journey? Well, the economic contraction, oh, t totally. Mm. The economic contraction of 2008, mm. which hit America really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if it hits America, it hits everybody. <laughs> and uh, so I don't ima imagine you guys yeah. felt it here as well, but it, yeah, was, it was brutal because it was right there at our front door. Mm. And it was really brutal on us. And I just ne never wanted to put my family at risk like that again. Yeah. And I did. And that's, that's what really sparked yeah. it to make yeah. you good. So m moving on, obviously, you're, you're big in the real estate um, sector in, uh -huh. in, in the United States. What, when did you start getting involved with, with that? And then when did you actually launch um, Cardone Capital? Yeah, I've been buying real estate since I was 29, 30 okay. years old. Yeah. So 30 years I've been doing real estate. But we just opened Cardone Capital to the public yeah. after after years of offering it only to my family and really close friends, mm. um, at the at the insistence upon Elena, my wife, yeah. and Ryan Secco, we've opened up a, a fund so that other people, customers, um, other friends outside of just family and friends. And when, when did that start? When uh, Probably, what, 15 months ago or so? And, and what, what made you take that step into? Well, again, again, the whole concept of, you know, I kept complaining about the current uh, investment mm. vehicles. So like things like, uh, REIT, in America it's called a REIT. It's yeah. a real estate investment trust. I uh, saw a lot of my friends going out and shopping duplexes and fourplexes and what do y'all call them here? HO? HMOs. HMOs. Yeah. Smaller deals, 
a lot of guys flipping homes. I had friends flipping homes. I'm like, why are these people doing this? Was you, you doing know? that before? No, no, I wasn't doing any of that. We bought large apartment complexes. Now you do, but I mean, from, from your journey at the beginning when you I bought, was 29. I bought, I bought one house. Yeah. I bought a single family home that I was going to rent uh, four months into, or four or five months into the deal. Uh, the people moved out. Okay. And then I was responsible for the mortgage. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm Who's never doing this again. <laughs> Sold the house. Yeah. Next deal I did was 38 units. So it was a big jump straight away yeah, from one, 1 to 38, 38 to 48, 48 to 92. Now we're doing, I mean, I wouldn't even do a 92 unit deal. Yeah. I bought big, large apartment complexes, not because I have the money, but because that's the only deals that really work. Okay. And um, so to answer your question about why am I doing Cardone Capital, because I kept, and my wife always holds me accountable, kept bagging, like pounding these other investment vehicles saying, they're ripping people off. Who needs that? <laughs> That thing's not going to work. That thing's going to go back to bankruptcy. They don't yeah. like they're, they they offer eight or nine percent, but there's really no big play on the on the way out. So, you know, these guys are like, dude, then why don't you offer something to people? You can't complain about something and not offer a solution. So, 50 months ago, we started. Uh, we created a fund. Uh, we we again we buy really big complexes. They cash flow the mm. first month that you're in the deal. You get a check every month. You get a check. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's maybe two or three other funds in the in the country in the U.S. that do that. Every month you get a distribution. If I distribute to myself, the investors get distributed to. You get paid out exactly the same way I do. Mm. Um, so we really want to use this Cardone Capital to disrupt um, real estate yeah. investing and change. change are, are you going to look to do anything over here in the U.K.? Yeah, we in, will. on the real obviously we, we will. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, because the number one thing when you're shopping for real estate is know the market. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult right. to, to understand. To the two different markets. Oh yeah, I mean like Completely like different. like the London market. I was right driving around with this Mark Wright character. You know this dude, <laughs> fucking wacko. Okay. And I'm rolling around with him, and I mean he. he I, I guess we didn't go more than three or four miles, and like every thirty blocks, I'd be like, oh, it changed again. Oh my God, it changed again. Oh my God, now it's this. Oh my God, I, uh, like the whole time, the entire journey, mm. I was in the car with him. I kept having these. So it would be very difficult. I'd have to come here, live here, and learn this market. Yeah, before you get involved. Yeah, because I don't want to lose money. And I am so averse to losing money, Yeah, I refuse to lose money. Like I've never lost money in a real estate deal, and I know people that have gotten wiped out in it. I've bought in every cycle, but I know how not to lose money. But that's that's great insight into to your business and, and what you've been doing. Just for, for the listeners, we've got young entrepreneurs in the UK that are coming up. They always want key takeaways. Yeah. Obviously, it's easy for me to sit here, you as one of my mentors, and give these people what what my key takeaways are from you because I've been to your um, conferences. I've, I've met you backstage here today. But what, what could you give them? What, what would you tell them to do starting on their journey? What's the what's the most important thing for an entrepreneur to do? Um, take actions, obviously. Yeah. But what, what would yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, I think number one, if I was talking to my young, twenty-five-year-old self, I would be like, "Hey, look, you can't, you can't listen to everybody. Correct. You need to pick somebody and learn from them. Yeah. So, if you're going to try to listen to everybody, you're going to do nothing. And and this is a, uh, a lot of guys, rail on people about. It. Get out there and just do something. Now you got to do something. I'm like, yeah, but why is he not doing something? Mm. It's because he's listening to five people, and he doesn't know he doesn't know his information's correct. The, the, the whole thing about oh, you are the you are the you are the summation of your five people. Mm. What if all five of them are in, of them are in conflict? 
Yeah. So you can't listen to me and pick four other names of people you know on social media. If there's conflict, you shouldn't be listening to one of us. How you can't you, listen to me and Dave Ramsey at the time. You know this name. That's here? right. How do you? How do you? As as somebody that's pick, up and coming, pick. or some, how do they make that decision? Pick, man, on study, who to study. Study who you're going to learn from before you just take just whatever. It, yeah. Take whatever Instagram post pops up. Yeah. Like, on th- the problem with social media today is anybody can be an expert. Correct. So that's good. Maybe he's got good advice. Then you got to figure out where's his advice coming from. What influenced him in him in his life? Mm. You know. If he had a dad that had a business, yeah, and he's got some money, well, good. Then he he might not need to monetize the business. I didn't have a dad, didn't have a business. I needed money. I needed yeah. money to pay my bills because people wanted rent money. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're if if the guy that's giving you advice ha- had a debt, went bankrupt with it, yeah, and telling you, in this case, Dave, hey, uh, all debt is bad debt. You need to understand why he's giving you that advice. If I go to Warren Buffett and say, hey, Mr. Buffett, is Dave Ramsey said all debt is bad debt, and he'd be like, Dave Ramsey's worth $55 million, son. I'm worth, I could spend that today and not know an event took place. He uses debt. Mm. So you got to, people, people need to not be so lazy around their mentors. Pick somebody, understand what he is telling you about money, how he started his business. Where in the cycle of his businesses? What about his spiritual life? What about his personal life? What about his physical well-being? What's he doing at home? Does he have the whole, or she have the whole package, or just part of the package? Yeah. And and just before just before we finish up, um, some great key things in there for for our listeners to to, to take. Um, one story that that I I really liked about about yourself and what I want you to share with with our listeners was somebody talking about the jet when you, you bought the jet. Yeah. Saying that it's, it's a flashy thing and yeah, it's yeah, this and yeah. then... Showing off. Showing off. And then you went and took a picture of standing on the jet and explained yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's showing off. Yeah. Now, I thought that was a great story. Can you yeah, just yeah. elaborate so, so on that? So this guy, you know, I bought, we bought a jet and we were excited about the jet. I mean, cool. you buy a private jet, man, it's got it's got 10X <laughs> on the tail and it's got... And you, 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 if you don't get excited about that, then like... And that's a problem. You need to crash the jet because <laughs> it's all over for you anyway. So anyway, somebody's like, oh, you're just showing off with the jet and your family and da-da-da. I'm like, dude, you don't buy a jet. You don't spend that much money to show off. Yeah. Showing off would be taking pictures of yourself standing on your jet. <laughs> so I did went ahead and did that post. Yeah. He inspired me because <laughs> in the next book, the next book that we did, Be Obsessed or Be Average, has me standing on the jet. The publishing company liked it so much. They're like, they let's use, use that photo of you standing on the jet. I thought it was a dumb thing to do, but they did it. Um, but look, buying a jet should be on everybody's, everybody's bucket list. Yeah, Buying your own jet, paying cash for it, being able to uh, fund it year after year and not worry about it, being able to go anywhere in the world, take your family with you, to, to be able to, to not homeschool your kids, but air school them. Yeah. My kids get nannied at 51,000 feet. <laughs> like, we're above Delta. Delta's here at 40,000 40, feet. We're flying above Delta. <laughs> Sometimes we just track them to save fuel. <laughs> so um, I'm like, turn it on, boys. Let's get there before Delta. Just, just one more question. I know that was going to be the last one, but Matt's just walked in. I want to grab Matt to, to come on as well. Matt's he, a cool dude. He, he brought huh? you over it. But what, one more question for, for yourself as well. Um, obviously, we, we've, we've spoke about your journey. We've, we've spoke about what you're doing. 
what what really made you come to the to the UK? And I know you've you've mentioned that you you do a lot of business in America and you you need to expand and you you want to go worldwide. That's obviously why you bought the jet. Yeah. But what what is it? You know, I understand, but for the some pa- people, the pound they- and the euro, man, <laughs> <laughs> shit, the dollar sucks. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, all money's good money, by the way. Pesos, like you you show me a money, I'll show you a money I like. Yeah. But more importantly than money is people, right? Mm. People, man, people. It's like, at the end of the day, I want my kids to, to know people all over the world. Yeah. Whether we're in Turkey or uh, Iran, Iraq, I, I don't care what your your religion is, the color of your skin, I don't care how old you are, doesn't matter to me. I just wanna be, I wanna be with people, and people, not everyone lives in America. Mm. 300 million people live in America. That means 7.5 billion people. Like a majority, I could literally throw away the continent of America and have 20 times more people to talk to, 25. And out of those people, somebody's gonna be interested in doing business with me, somebody's gonna be interested in being a friend, somebody's gonna add value to our lives. Somebody's gonna, we're gonna meet somebody on this road, this adventure, we're gonna laugh, have a bottle of wine, and we're gonna have the memory that, that, we, we, we would never have if we just stayed in Miami, stayed right? So I've, I've made five major moves in my life mm. with inside of America. Every move that we've made has been good for me and good for my family. Which is good. Yeah. Okay, thank, thanks for that Grant. Let's just, let's just grab Matt. Matt's just come in just for the listeners on the podcast. Matt actually bought Grant over here. If it weren't for Matt, we wouldn't have Grant in. Well, Grant might have come to the UK, podcast. but we wouldn't be yeah, doing the podcast. Sure. We, wouldn't, we wouldn't have had these, um, these 10X tour as quick as we've got it. It's yeah, fair yeah, to say. Yeah, so, yeah. congratulations on that, Matt. No, thanks. thanks and and you're, you're you're similar to myself. Grant's a mentor of, yeah. of mine. Um, I've done for the listeners a, a a podcast on my mentors, and and that's coming out as well just before the the podcast with Grant. But explain to us why you had that white hot desire to bring Grant over here. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was looking back at my past. There's yeah. one big idea that I had. Right mm. when I was when I was working in the city. Mm. And it was always, how could I flow power to someone who's already very successful? Yeah. Right? And someone who's helped me in a massive way. And there's nobody in my life who's helped me more than Grant Cardone in terms of achieving what I've achieved mm. in moving from the city into my business. Yeah. And how I've created more for myself and my family, but also for people around just me. Just explain it. How has he helped you? Yeah. So for me, I was in the city about four to five years ago. I mm. found a YouTube video from yeah. Grant. Who, who were you working for at the time? I was working for a private equity fund big in the city. It? Big fund, 16.5 billion euro fund. Yeah. So one of the biggest infrastructure funds. So we were buying toll roads, ports, uh, railroad operators, all the rest of it. And, and then what they would do is they would turn it into a piece of paper and sell, give it, sell it to the public and promise them a... That's right. So pension yeah. funds were coming yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. They were back in the, the investments. Man, you, you just know, had, I just had a Woody just listening. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, it was. Uh, <laughs> that, got, that got me moving right there. That's what happened, and it was it was perfect timing, right? And you know what happened at the same time is I I was listening, and then it wasn't too long later when you started announcing the public could invest in Cardon Capital, mm. and I was like, genius idea. Mm. I don't know why. I just knew straight away. I was like. Freaking heck, Grant's like, he's just read exactly what I knew he had to do in, but I don't know how, how that even came. How was he not open this up sooner? Yeah, yeah. I saw it happen, I was working for a private equity team at the mm. time, and I was like, I'm gonna help Grant grow in a massive way over here in the UK and yeah. into Europe, because I know that Grant needs that 
he needs some something he can get his teeth into over here. Yeah. I know that Grant loves the UK and the UK public needs to wake up. Definitely. And so matching the two pieces together, it was firstly how can Grant make a splash over here and get his message out at scale? Yeah, well, like the, the good thing is, as, as Mark said on stage earlier, you've got people that was in London, they've come to Wales, and they're going to Glasgow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the movement, the movement's happening. People, it's, it's great. Yeah. You no, know, you, you America needs to remember that the Beatles, you know, made it here before they went there. Mm. So, like, Americans don't think like this. So th this is all about expansion for us. Yeah. Whether it's Cardone Capital, yeah. or traveling here, or any, even a, just a vacation, like, mm. which we don't really do vacations, but <laughs> anywhere we go, like, it's an expansion for us. It's a physical expansion to leave home, go to another place. You expand just by the very nature of the move. That's right. And I'm just privileged, to be honest, to have had, had Grant and the family here for this amount of time to do business in yeah. the UK. And we had a, such a successful event in London, the reviews have been unbelievable. Yeah. I've never heard a UK event in the business space get anything like this positive. No, I was, I was in and Australia you, you and I was, I was hearing about it in Australia. And you've still heard, yeah, there yeah, we go. Still hearing about it in But Australia. that's the thing is, we've now embedded it into the culture of 1500 yeah. people's lives in London. Now we've done it again in, in my home city of yeah. Cardiff and these are lives that are going to change as a Correct. result, and it starts to expand. Yeah, man, I just want a big, happens. big, big heads up to you, dude. To do, uh, how old are you? I'm 28. 28 years old. Has this idea? I'm going to bring the American over here. I mean, <laughs> didn't know how to do it. Never done a conference before. First conference in his life. Yeah. 14, 1500 people here. Unreal. Massive event. Great location. You took care of us. We had cars, hotel rooms. Like, dude, you. I, I know professional professionals that have not taken care of us the way the way you have no thanks that, that honestly that means a massive amount and yeah. thank you for being a part of that and actually delivering such insane amounts of value yeah on yeah. your end I'll of it too so well guys that that's it for the podcast it's been fantastic um having grant and, and matt on the podcast just but just before we go i'm going to ask grant he's done a as i've said university the, the cardone uni has changed my business yeah. in, in a big way. They've done a special deal here today um, for I think it's £2,000. Um, anybody that's on our podcast, if we can give them a code and they can sign up within the next couple of days after this goes live. Yeah, make the code dumb if you don't. Make <laughs> <laughs> that the code. Yeah. Yeah. Does that translate here? Yeah. yeah. You don't need the apostrophe. Right. So dumb, if, if we've got anybody who's listening. dumb if you don't. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, what, if you visit the page one time and don't do it the first time, time you, you don't get it. to come back to the page Correct. and do it a second. If you got a second think the deal, yeah. we don't want you on the deal. We yeah. want people that are immediately like, okay, that's stupid. I'll do it. Exactly. Dumb if you don't. So we're, we're at that on. So to the listeners, you, you've got that for a certain amount of time. By the way, it, when you come to America with that offer, okay, one night <laughs> at my place, okay, you can spend the night, you, the wife, the kids, you can spend one night at my place, breakfast is included. Dumb um, if you don't. And a flight on the plane, and a flight on the plane, of course. And, and what else should we do, Elena? A week at the castle. Oh, yeah. We'll include that as well. Take them to Lidl's for your shopping. And everything. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's just recap. What what's what's this deal? Dude, that was everything. Everything, <laughs> everything there is included. Everything, everything there is included in yeah, the first, deal. Uh, everything after, if you don't do it the first time, time. 
You don't get it. You don't get it. I, was, yeah. I just want to stress something that Grant said there, and yeah. I just commit first and figure the rest out later. Definitely. And I can't tell you even how many times I listened to that message from Grant on the Pete in the earbuds when I was working yeah. in the city life. But that's how I made this all happen. It yeah. was just committing. Commit I knew it had happen. to happen. Yep. And when the reason's big enough, yeah. you just I think, well, we had, I think we had the, a lot I of conversations the, about it. I think the it? problem with a lot of people, though, is they, they've committed to other things in the past that weren't good for them. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I can't commit anymore. So Correct. they take one decision they made in their life that they maybe moved too fast on. Mm. And now every decision they're worried about. It's like I, I got to rethink this. I got to I got to second guess. I got I got to talk to somebody. And so what happens is everything in your life slows down because of that one dumb thing you did. There's also things you've done in your life that were you made a decision instantaneously, like in that moment, mm. and they were great decisions. So you need to give that as Get much energy. So um, yeah, if you're willing to do that for them, absolutely, uh, we'll make that happen. We'll they can reach out to me. Yeah. So let's guys just leave a review, comment. Um, if you've got any questions for Grant, send them over. We can get them answered by Matt. You've got some deals. Um, it's fantastic having Grant on. Fantastic having Matt on. This episode will be, be coming out. Episode seven, seven. from from uh, many talks. Thanks for you guys. Thank you. Thanks dude. a lot. Appreciate Thanks you. Appreciate what on. you do and Thanks your success with your business. Lovely. Okay. Speak to you soon. Thanks a lot, Matt. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. So for now, what I want to do is thank you for listening. Subscribe leave a review look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast with some exciting guests coming our way